Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We're live in New York City. It's Tuesday, August 29th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. We just had a friend of the show in studio, Ross Tucker, uh, Princeton grad. But I think, honestly, leader in the clubhouse fact about him is that he uh, was roommates with Kyle at Princeton. And sort pictures of. that ensued. And just- we got to do a segment each week. We'll just take one week for each of us to bring in your old college roommate or college <laughs> bro or college friend. <laughs> we'll just go down memory lane. You got somebody lined up? I got, I got multiple. Yeah, I bet you do, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Emory, stand up! I don't, I don't remember it, but it sounded yeah, It's okay. Great. It's we have like, photographs. I have a couple for Peter, and we could just bring Dev back if you want. No, I've had enough, Dev. Yeah, yeah so that's true. Who was your college roommate? Taekwon Underwood. Right now, receivers coach, pass game coordinator at the University of Pittsburgh. So oh, that's so cool. NFL wide receiver. Yes, indeed. Very mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Ian Rapport, uh, you've she- been on standby for uh, the latest from around the league because it's unfortunately uh, cut down day to 53, 4 p.m. Eastern this afternoon. Afternoon. We'll uh, have a lot of names that we got to keep track of where people are going. Ian, what's the latest in the last hour since we've chatted? That's right. Cuts are now ongoing. And basically the way it works is very simple. General manager, coach calls in a player and says, we are moving on without you. And from that point, there are plenty of options. There's a player's. There are a lot of players, hundreds of players who will never play football again. There are 16 players per team who end up on practice squads. Then there are other players who end up on various reserve lists. NFI, which is the non-football injury list, which Hendon Hooker, the Lions quarterback, ended up on yesterday. Uh, There is the PUP list, which is when a player suffers a football injury. Caleb Farley, the Tennessee Titans' former first-round pick, starts the year on the reserve PUP list. That is another example similar to Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals' starting quarterback. He also starts the year in the reserve PUP. That means players are out the first four games of the season. They can begin practicing after that, that is what's going on today as teams go from 90 to 53, a, a not fun day in the NFL, but an important and a consequential day 
It is also a lot of times the day when you get some trades, and that is why all eyes now are focused on Jonathan Taylor, the star running back still as of now for the Indianapolis Colts. They have been in talks with a couple teams, including the Miami Dolphins. There is interest. There are offers. From my understanding, enough interest where Jonathan Taylor would, in fact, be able to get traded. General Manager Chris Ballard has said he wants what he said was essentially a first-round pick. We'll see if it's a probably more like a late first-round pick. A couple twos, in a lot of ways, would potentially uh, be able to get that done. A lot of different ways you can get to it. The Christian McCaffrey trade package would certainly be one example. Either way, it is, I would say, possible that by the end of the day, Jonathan Taylor, who has had a long-going saga with the Indianapolis Colts, is finally, finally on another team with a new contract. Ian, I want to put you on the spot quickly because Peter did bring up a good point last hour. The, the, the graphic says teams, plural, yet you're only listing the Miami Dolphins. We're not begging you to say who the other teams are. Is it a team that oh, would be Shane. obvious in need of a running back or would it be a shocker? <laughs> uh, I would, first of all, if I knew for sure 100,000% that this team was definitely in it and willing to trade for him, then I would absolutely name him. I don't really care. I would do it. Mm. This is one where I know where they stand, and I'm not a 1,000% sure uh, where it all is, so I will keep them unnamed. And if they are the team, yeah, I would say it would probably be a big surprise. Um, but the Dolphins okay. are the team right now that I know like for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, he only goes with it when he's for sure 1,000%. Right. Uh, come back anytime. Interrupt Good Morning Football today when you are 1,000% sure about something that we want to hear about. All right, Rap Sheet, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, let's check in on the reigning NFC champions, Philadelphia Eagles. A.J. Brown helped the Eagles make it all the way to the Super Bowl in his first year in Philadelphia after he arrived from the Tennessee Titans. And he was asked yesterday about his relationship now with his quarterback, Jalen Hurts, and how it's evolved since his arrival before last season. Just seeing stuff at the same exact time and uh, communicating on another level, you know. Uh, the play may be a whole, other, a whole other play on the other side, but me and Jay communicated something that, and we're doing our own thing. And I think that's the, the beauty of this offense. That's why I love playing with him. That's why he's my favorite quarterback because that's the only offense I've ever been able to do that with, you know. And I think playing the, that thing, I think playing the game is, is that much easier when you can do those things. It's like backyard football. So. All right, Jalen Hurts to A.J. Brown. It's a connection that worked well last season for the Eagles, but uh, how could it grow in 2022? Now, here is how uh, their division rivals in the Dallas Cowboys ranked offensively in the 2022 season. Fairly similar, uh, but those pass yards per game, obviously, could be one of the difference makers that carried the Eagles all the way to a Super Bowl appearance. Uh, But after some offseason of changes, really in both cities, you got a play caller departure with the Cowboys. Now Mike McCarthy takes over. Mm -hmm. Coordinators leave Philadelphia and personnel changes. Who will have the better offense this season? Mm. Is it, Jason, the Eagles or the Cowboys? Mm. When you ask a question like this, the first thing I look at is the quarterback position. And Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. I'm going Mm -hmm. with the Eagles because of him. Ross Tucker was just on here. He's in Philly. He's called their games. He's been in their practice. And he said Jalen Hurts looks even better this year throughout the preseason than he did last year. And this is him in practice, joint practice, throwing the ball up. And obviously, Devontae Smith's down there somewhere. A.J. Brown's down there Mm -hmm. somewhere. And I have no reason to believe he's going to fall back. He has his weapons back on the outside. His offensive line is still intact. They'll have plenty of running backs to hand the ball off to when necessary. Shane Sykin is left. He's in Indy. 
This is a great opportunity for his quarterbacks, Coach Brian Johnson, who now became the offensive coordinator. These guys have been in the same room for the past two years. You look at the jump that Jalen Hurts has had from his rookie year to year two, then obviously being the runner-up to the MVP this past season. Brian Johnson has been a guy in the meeting room coaching him up every single day. Now we get a chance to see on Sundays these two guys working together to continue to develop that relationship with now Brian Johnson being the play caller, the guy in his ear each and every play. So I'm excited as hell to see this combination go to work, and I think it's going to have a really good impact, and this office is going to continue to be good. Mm. We said it after last year. Jalen Hurts has had the one really good year. Can he do it again? Everything he has shown us from his college days to since he's been in the pros Mm -hmm. continues to point to him just continuing to get better day in and day out and game in and game out. So I'm excited, and I'm going with the Eagles as far as an offense that's going to be better this upcoming season. Brian Johnson has known Jalen Hurts since he was four years old. Wild. Four years old. Jalen's father was a high school coach, and Brian was a member of that team, and they've known each other forever. So it's this incredible connection. So everyone thinks that, well, gosh, you know, Shane Steichen's gone. The whole thing's going to go fall apart. Like, I, I... there are people in that building who will tell me that Brian Johnson was the most important part mm-hmm. of Jalen Hurts' ascension last year. I think the scary thing is I think the Eagles offense is going to be better this year. Mm-hmm. I honestly do. And I think my guy is not A.J. Brown and it's not Jalen Hurts. I think Devontae Smith is going to step mm. into that conversation as like one of those number one guys we talk about with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Ooh, it's a jump. It's a major jump. I'm doing these breakout players list. I want to put Devontae Smith at number one, but I feel like he's already broken yeah. out. Mm. So he doesn't Eisen qualify for my list. Knows but like, he is. I think what he's done in his short career has been incredible. And I think this year, I think he takes an even bigger leap. Now we know A.J. Brown's abilities. Now we know what we can do with the run game. Now we know what we've got with Jalen Hurts. Devontae Smith is amazing. He was amazing in Alabama. He's been great for two years. I think this is the year we start talking about Devontae Smith in the same conversation as Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Mm -hmm. and of course Justin Jefferson. That's my statement on this one. I think he takes a major leap, and I think the Eagles are going to be lights out on offense. Problem is, their schedule is really difficult. Last year, their schedule was not really difficult. They had the easiest schedule in the league, and they took care of business. They beat the teams they had to beat, and they had home field, and they railed that all the way through. They're going to have to go into some really tough, adverse situations this year. Can they have as good a year record year? I don't know. I think their offense is going to be just fine. I think they will be better than the Cowboys. Like that Devontae. Yeah. Ooh, I love Devontae. Like, remember like, when Pippen used to make first-team All-NBA? And it was like, like oh. you know how good Scotty's having a Hall of Fame career, yeah. too? Like, it's not all about 23. Like, yeah. he's incredible. I, I'm gonna, again, I'll go on record. I think Devontae Smith is like that dude this year. Mm. I think it's also, to, to his Alabama days, it's important to speak to the fact like he's always been a wide receiver that operates in a room with stars. Like He was mm-hmm. on a team with Jalen Waddell, um, Henry Ruggs, mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. and Tua was throwing True. him the ball, and Devontae Smith. Like That's Still that's an insane yeah. wide receiver's room, and so the fact that he, I'm sure he's happy to work alongside A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he is, too. I think he's used to it as well. I, I, I have to go back to Jason, though. I, I just look at the quarterbacks, and you guys know here at the table, I've been talking about this, this character in the league that people are getting to know, and his name is Dak Cousins. Um, Kirk Cousins gets a lot of crap for his play or inability to do this. I, I still can't find a reason that Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott are actually different people. It's like it's the same picture. And is this just me talking, or like are their numbers actually bear that out? Mm. Let's take a look, guys. You, oh you tell my me. goodness. <laughs> T- tell me, Kyle. This is since 
Dak entered the league in 2016. It's crazy. 61 wins 61 on the nose. Wins. We are a difference from a six, point, six tenths of a completion percentage. Exactly the same oh. yards of attempt. Not like 175, 176. We stuck the damn landing. Passer rating, negligible. Those are the same guys. It's Kirk Prescott. So if you think like, well, the Cousins, they will never do this, blah, blah, blah. You're entitled to your opinion. But are you telling me that Dak can? Like, is there any difference at all? And I, I feel weird because there's so much positive with Dak. He is literally the Walter Payton man of the year. Yeah. Uh, he's a really good quarterback. I think he's a top 10 quarterback. That's a win. But there's just this sort of, like, limit. Like, when you look at him, do you, do you see Burrow? Do you see Allen? I don't. Here's what I see. I'm bringing it to my home. You know what movie I had never seen until recently that is hot right now in my house? You ever see this movie Enchanted? It's Amy Adams and James yeah. Marsden and yeah. McDreamy McDre- McDre- and all that. Yeah. It's everywhere. I'm going to bring it to a guy who comes up at the table a lot. James Marsden. Normally Peter references 27 dresses. Yeah. Great but James Marsden, all right. <laughs> Dak Prescott is like the James Marsden character of quarterbacks. Let me tell you why. Great looking guy. Likeable. A wholesome, supportive, so much positive. But there's this other guy. Like, James Marston was in, like, 50 X-Men movies. And Gene Gray was always like, I I, I like you, but I love Wolverine. Tough to compete with Wolverine. Uh, He's in the Superman movie. And Lois Lane's like, I love you, but I love Superman. He's in The Notebook. McGann's like, I love you. Got I mean, we got, we got Ken. I mean, I, I love you. You're great. But so, Dak, there's nothing wrong with him. In fact, there's so many things right with him. But he's in a league of Wolverines and Supermen and Ken dolls that he just doesn't quite set, stack up with. So, like, you can win a lot of games with Marston or you know, whoever it may be competing. Cyclops, you know, that's this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You can win a lot of games with Cyclops. I don't know if you're winning the soup. I don't know if you're getting to the soup. So there's nothing wrong with Dak. I think Jalen Hurts has that Wolverine thing in it, though. Like, I think the Eagles have Superman. I think the Eagles have Ken. And they have to play them twice. So I love Dak. It's just we're bumping our head on the ceiling a little bit. I don't think that ceiling's breaking. He's going to win a lot of games for you. And I don't see a difference between Kirk Cousins. And I I think he's in a division with Superman. So it's tough draw. Tough draw. Hell, to your point, Jerry Jones just came out and said they were going to draft Jalen Hurts. So you're saying the other guy for Dak Prescott, hey, if Jalen Hurts was there, they were going to take him. Okay, let me ask you a question. The lighting of the fire underneath of somebody like a Dak Cousins. Uh, Mm -hmm. You think bringing in Trey Lance maybe does a little something-something for Dak Cousins in Dallas? Um, Because we see a fire in Jalen a lot because of what he's been through on the football field. Do you think maybe there needed to be something, a hot seat, essentially, put underneath Dak Cousins? maybe is. I just don't think it happened. Like, I think Dak Prescott's like, wow, you brought in Trey Lance? Like, what am I going to do? I better play better now or my job's gone. No, I think think that's fun to talk about. But like I was saying yesterday, I I just can't jump on that. Dak's in trouble because Trey Lance is here. I can't. Do it. That that full screen is mind-boggling. I mean, it's it, it's the, the wins part. Six, the wins. Six, oh, six, I thought you were talking about Marsden. Gorgeous guy. Great-looking guy. There's nothing. James Marsden's awesome. Love yes. him in Sonic. Love I like him. Airspray. I like him. Jack Lime and Anchorman too. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready Rav Four. Let's go. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected 
Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating up to eight passengers. Yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. So uh, big news from over the weekend, though, that Rap Sheet, of course, was all over, was that Trey Lance uh, was finally on the move from San Francisco to the Cowboys. His now former teammate, Brendan Ayuk, spoke about the trade that went down Friday night yesterday. I mean, it's still surprising uh, just because that's a close friend of mine um, that he came in. He came in here after me. Um, I've been with him this whole entire time. And then to see him go um, in, what, two seasons, um, Yes, so I would say surprising in that standpoint. But just in terms of um, how stuff goes, I understand how it goes. Um, And I understand the competitor that he is, so he wants to compete and um, go out there and give a chance to show who he is to himself and to the world. So not surprising in that aspect. That's the craziness of this league. Um, We know how it is. But, yeah, for sure seeing him in a a cowboy uniform is different. Seeing the edits and stuff on social media is a little bit bit weird, but for sure happy for him, yeah. So it's both ends of the surprise spectrum for Brandon Ayuk when you consider the move between the 49ers and the Cowboys. Uh, But at some point, we're going to find out about how these teams really feel about the moves that they made. Do you think, Peter, either team will ever regret making Hmm. this move for Trade Lance? Trade Lance. Trade Lance? You know, all last last 72 hours, (laughs) different people have been unpacking, like, Mm -hmm. how the Trade Lance trade got made. Like... Well, it was actually Shanahan who didn't want him, and John Lynch and Adam Peters and okay. those guys were the ones convincing him at the last second to do it, and it's his hands are clean. And then the other side of it was like, well, Kyle Shanahan at the end of the day like just was like, I need to have that extra weapon. I'm gonna go. I don't have any clear cut stuff. I know the Niners guys as well as anyone, and to this day, I don't know who made the code red of saying, let's get Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. 
I also think that they weren't expecting a fourth round pick to be offered, knowing that they'd already deemed this guy a third round, a third quarterback. So I'm going to say no. They are in uh, looking at this thing now in hindsight, and they're like, you know what? He was our third string quarterback. We decided that. I don't care if Trey Lance goes on and is it a superstar. Then that only justifies them taking him at third overall. Mm. Their situation mm. made these happen. Their circumstances made this trade happen. Brock Purdy is their hands down number one. Sam Darnold outplayed Trey Lance for the number two job. I'll, I'll add this. They're at practice every day. The players are at practice every day. No one is crying bloody outrage when Sam Darnold is announced what do we the number do? two. How could we do this? It... People know. When you're there and it's like, we're trying to win a Super Bowl, who gives us the best chance to win? Sounds like Purdy, and then Darnold, and then Lance. And in this case, a fourth-round pick, that's a legitimate pick. That's like the first pick of the third day of the draft, or second day of the draft, I think, or third day of the draft, sorry. Um, I, I don't think they'll regret this. As for the Cowboys side of it, the only way they would regret this is if Dak is in his feelings and is completely set his cue. And if that's the case, it'll reveal something about Dak and his insecurity, and I don't think that's going to be the case. But I'm not in that building. From what we heard yesterday, maybe Dak and McCarthy weren't given a heads up when this trade was made and weren't asked for their approval. We'll get more clarity as that goes on. Maybe the communication could have been better, but then again, Jerry Jones owns the Cowboys. He can do whatever he wants. And if he viewed Trey Lance as someone worthy of a fourth-round pick— you guys are employees. You'll deal with it. Mm-hmm. But is that not odd? Uh, one thing to not inform Dak Prescott, he's, he's a player on your team. You may not feel as though I have to tell him I'm going out and getting somebody. But if you don't inform Mike McCarthy, that's true. Not I mean, only that's... is he the head coach, but he also would be the guy, if Trey Lance enters a game, talking to him in his helmet just seems to be a little odd to your point with Trey Lance in the 49ers. He loses out, and he's the number three quarterback. And I think that goes all the way back to last year. He was a starter. The offense was designed for him, blah, blah, blah. To your point, yes, he's a third-string quarterback. You get a fourth-rounder from you don't regret that. I'm going to focus on the Cowboys part of it because I think that's the more intriguing part of you bring this guy over. And I'm with you, Kyle. You said it earlier in the show. I don't think Trey Lance is brought in there to outplay or take Dak Prescott's job, and he's lining up for the Cowboys at some point in this season, let alone moving from three up to two and surpassing Cooper rush but I do think at the same point when you make this move and you don't inform Dak Prescott you don't inform Mike McCarthy and you go out and get this guy I think this is Jerry's way of saying hey like we got to get something done and if not maybe he's the answer maybe it's not Dak maybe the future could be Trey maybe three years from now he develops and he learns under Dak Dak Prescott and we're able to play pay pay Trey Lance and play him out there on the field I find it very alarming not to tell Mike McCarthy not even uh hey we're looking at Trey Lance Maybe this gets done in the next day or two. Maybe it doesn't. But, hey, what are your thoughts on him as a player? Do you think we have something there? Is he worth bringing in our quarterback room? How do you evaluate that quarterback room if we're letting a Will Greer go? Do you think that'll destroy the room? How do you think Dak will handle us bringing in a Trey Lance? Do you think he'll welcome him with open arms, show him the ropes? I think those that would be a small conversation, even if he still decided and Mike McCarthy's like, no, nah, I don't think so. He may still decide to do it. It's his team. Mm. But it's very odd to me if they didn't have that conversation. What if he's guarding McCarthy from that responsibility so that when the players look at him and say, hey, coach, what the heck? And he says, 
Mm. It's on Jerry, not me. I think that's the way it goes no matter what. There's only a few. I think Bill Belichick is a guy. uh, Andy Reid. There's a certain head coaches where you know those are the guys manipulating and doing the Ross. I think when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, there's there's no doubt in our mind that Jerry Jones is designing this roster. So from a player standpoint, if I'm in the locker room, you can tell from a coach's expression that, hey, look, this is the moves that were made, guys. We deal Mm -hmm. with it. We're down here. Those guys are up there making those decisions. We go out there and play with what we got. This story has these seductive little hypotheticals that move the needle. The Niners let a star get away, or the Cowboys brought in Dak's heir apparent. Those are fairy tales. I think this is the last time we're going to talk about Trey Lance in a long time. I really do, and I hope so, because that means Purdy plays well and Dak plays well, and we have a quarterback three for a Cowboys team. I'm going to say this one more time. I, I am I'm not above needling Dak Prescott or questioning him on the field. The idea that Trey Lance is going to take his job is so stupid and so ludicrous. Understand, the difference between Dak Prescott and Trey Lance is significantly greater than the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. Like, by far. Zach Wilson's thrown some touchdowns. Zach Wilson has played a bunch of football. Zach Wilson looks good in training game. It, it's not a thing. I know Dak is this thing we like to pick and pick at, and I do it myself all the time. Trey Lance is not taking his job tomorrow or next year or ever. I just don't think it's ever, ever happening. It's fun to think about it because it's a soap opera and the sand's through the hourglass, but I don't think so at all. And will the Niners regret trading him? The Niners regret drafting him. Mm -hmm. That's it. They're thrilled that they got a fourth-round pick. I think Peter's point is spot on. Like Trey Lance, for as little as he's played, was in three Kyle Shanahan training camps, three in which every single day he's out there throwing and running around. And we have not so much as seen a deleted tweet from a Niners player that says, what are we doing? Or an emoji face. That stuff always happens when there's a surprise trade. There's been none of that because they all agree. And because every single day they're standing there being like, well, obviously he's the third best guy here. Like, I don't even know if he's the, if he is the third, but it might be the fourth for whatever reason, Trey Lance, I, I have nothing personal against him. He's a sympathetic figure. He didn't do anything wrong. He doesn't have it. He hasn't had it. The Niners aren't going to regret trading him. They're going to regret drafting him. And the Cowboys, listen, Jerry likes sizzle. Trey Lance, maybe the one thing he's bringing to the table yeah. is he was the top five pick, and he's exciting, and he can run around, allegedly, even though we've never seen it. So just, ah, bring him in. That'll be fun. People will talk about it. I'm not making that up. I do think he thinks that way. Was Mike McCarthy like, we should get Trey Lance in our quarterback room instead of the guy who just threw 36 pass- passes and four touchdowns in our last preseason game? Bring him in. It's sizzle. You talk about but, regretting trading for, the, for him. Um, he went third overall. Obviously, yeah. they traded up, and they were getting a quarterback just for the viewers at home. Imagine the Niners right now. Just think Go about on. the Niners. I know where you're going. They passed on Jamar Chase, Panay Sewell, Micah Parsons, Rashawn Slater, mm-hmm. Jalen Waddell, J.C. Horn, Devontae Smith. That was all the guys taken just right after Trey mm-hmm. Lance. And you think about with that roster, mm-hmm. if they just taken anyone else, mm-hmm. how much better they might be right now. Mm-hmm. Kyle, remind the good people that stat that you, I think, read about yesterday on PFF where it was the combination. Oh, yeah. If you take Trey Lance's entire football career, every pass that he has thrown in high school, college, preseason NFL, and regular season NFL, all the way back to high school, it's still fewer pass attempts than Geno Smith threw last year alone in the NFL. That's it. That's such an amazing stat. And I think that's PFF, that, Sam Monson. that stat alone is why you can't say we won't we 
talking about Trey Lance in the near future because, hell, Geno Smith we just talked about for an entire season when we watched him with the Jets and was just like, well, this guy stinks. And he played a ton of football. Trey Lance hasn't even played a ton of football. So it would be insane to say right now, like, he's not a good player. Yes, you may regret moving all the way up to three, trading so many assets to get him because he hasn't panned out for your team. But I think for the Dallas Cowboys, for maybe a team in the future, we have no idea. Who knows what this kid can what become. What kills me is he doesn't need to be Steve Young. He can't be the quarterback, too? You couldn't well, be that I, Sam I Darnold think, to be I on think, the bench? I think that says more about the offense that you're running. Trey Lance and Brock Purdy are two totally different quarterbacks. So if Brock Purdy's our guy, if something happens to him, and we put Trey Lance in, we have to now design an offense why, that, that fits that more be Trey Lance. We haven't picked Trey Lance to run this offense. But why, but why not? We see with Justin Fields, he becomes QB1. Mm. P.J. Walker didn't make the team, but they went out and signed P.J. Walker because he was more in the mold of a Justin Fields. It makes no sense to have Lamar Jackson as a starting quarterback and something happens to Lamar, and now we're bringing in a Tom Brady-esque type quarterback mm-hmm. who are two totally different quarterbacks that need a different offense to go out there and succeed. I think that says more about coaching where I'm placing a player in a position that when I put him out there, this guy can win with what we have. No different when Jimmy G was there, they ran an offense. They decided to go with Trey Lance in 21 because it was mm-hmm. like, all right, he's we can design this offense, and he may not be better than Jimmy G right now, mm-hmm. but we think in the future he will be. Didn't work out. And now you go back to Brock Purdy, but I don't think those two quarterbacks fit in the same mold. And this decision-making tree by Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, like this isn't done by people that are like unscorned. By these people have seen rain on their wedding day. Like they know what it's like to drop quarterbacks like flies last season, and yet they still made that mm-hmm. decision. It's not like they've had a guy healthy for 10 years and they're like, we can move along because nothing bad mm-hmm. ever happens to us. They know the worst of the worst that can happen to a quarterback room, still- yet they're still signing up for Sam Darnold and Brandon Allen as their QB3. I know. Yeah. It's easy to redraft all the time when you're naming all those guys. Yeah. I still would love to hear why Trey Lance over Justin Fields like what is the case there you got this Ohio State thing Mac Jones what was it that Kyle saw like if you want a guy who's an athlete take Fields it's like you know Uh, what's overrated like they say I'm playing chess not checkers play checkers just play checkers sometimes it's simple it's effective play checkers enough with the chess like imagine if they had Justin Fields right now like we got a guy hey Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, game. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. All right, today is an exciting day here at the show, but it also could be a really jarring day for thousands of NFL players. It's roster reduction day. Teams need to get their teams down to 53, and it all has to happen by 4 p.m. Eastern. There is a deadline. Here to tell us more, who's been on the front lines for all these kind of days, our NFL Network front office analyst, Mr. Scott Peel. Oh, what's up, Scott? Hey. Scott? How are you doing? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. All right, so Scott, it's different this year. Rosters go from not 90 to 75. To it's now 90 to 53. It's, it's 40 guys can get cut in a day. That's a lot of names to keep track of. Talk about 32 teams. Now the players are going to be available that you might not have expected to be available. How does a, like, logistically speaking, how does the front office keep track of all the player movement? And how do you deliberate between who's doing what and making calls to which players who might be able to be added to your practice squad? So, Peter, we talked a little bit about this, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but this is where the good pro personnel departments and the good overall personnel departments are going to shine. Everyone knows that this is going to happen. So the teams that have the really good and organized player personnel departments actually know most of the cuts before they're going to happen because they're listening, they're watching, they're reading, they're gathering as much information as possible as to who is going to be on the bubble. You put your bubble list together, you start watching tape, so you're somewhat prepared. The other thing the good personnel departments are doing, they're communicating with their counterparts at other teams because you want to talk about who might be on the bubble because that would lead to a potential trade because, again, what you would love to do is get ahead of having to claim a player on waivers and maybe just make a small trade to acquire a player. The other unknown in this is the agents. The agents are usually one of the best sources and resources as you're preparing for final cuts because their primary job is to make sure that their players have jobs. So agents are out there talking to NFL teams, giving them a heads up, letting them know which players are going to be cut or are on the bubble or in a bad situation. This way, the agent can supply the information before the actual waiver wire comes out. Scott, the Trey Lance situation for a front office analyst and guru like yourself has just got to be catnip. It's mm. an incredible thing that happened. Do the Niners deserve a flogging for how they handled this since the draft? And is Trey Lance now in a better situation in Dallas than he was in San Francisco? Here's what I'll say, Kyle, is I think that he's absolutely in a better situation because here's what you look at if you're the 49ers. They gave up a king's ransom to draft him. They spent time, money, energy, every resource you can imagine to develop him over two seasons and three training camps. It didn't work out. 
That was clear. When you end up number three on the depth chart, they know that it's not going to work out. There's going to be too much noise. He needs to move on. For me, when I look at this situation, I absolutely think that Trey Lance is in a better situation because now he has hope. He's in a situation, understand, Dak Prescott is the quarterback for at least the next two years where his contract, you know, he has two more years of a contract. But now Trey Lance is in a situation, there's a different kind of pressure because Dak is the starter, but he's got a circumstance and a situation where he can potentially develop better with less noise around him. And we all know this, when you have hope, Emotionally and mentally, there's a much better chance that you'll be in a situation to develop into whatever your top game is going to be. There's another guy looking for a newfound hope in a new home, and that's Jonathan Taylor, still looking to be traded after Mm. requesting that from the Indianapolis Colts. In this situation, Scott, how does a front office go with the pros and cons of spending that big money and going for a trade for a superstar like Mm. Taylor versus filling smaller holes on their roster? Jason, that's a great question because unfortunately for the player, if you are a high-priced player or a potentially high-priced player and a high-level player, this is the worst time of the year that you can be available. And I say that because what we have to remember, at the cutdown, every team in the NFL is going from counting their top 51 against their top 51 players against their cap to counting all 53 plus the 16 practice squad players, plus anyone that's injured. So teams lose cap cap space during this time. When you're Jonathan Taylor and you want to go to another team and you want to get paid, there's not a lot of money laying around. So this is a very difficult time for Jonathan Taylor financially to make a move. I think, unfortunately, what he's going to have to face and think about is what is the best situation that I can get myself into where I'm going to be the most successful or be the best version that I can be, where I can win football games to elevate myself for the next contract. This is where, again, the the team's needs and the players' needs are in conflict right now. Scott, let's go to the NFC West. The Cardinals are also having a difficult time. Kyler Murray's been placed on the physically unable to perform list to start this season after tearing his ACL late last year. He'll miss at least the first four games. Put yourself in the shoes of the Cardinals' young front office and any other team really that's dealing with an injury to a key player. How do you go about your business now? And what are you going through at this point in the year as you prepare to not you know, be thought of as just like a, a weak duckling to start the season? Yeah, Jamie, th- this is a tough one. You know, the, the fact is the Cardinals knew that this was going to be the situation. They knew they were going to be without Kyler Murray in this injury for the first four seasons. I'm sure that they tried to make moves to acquire a quarterback prior to the last minute, but they made this trade for Joshua Dobbs, and there's not a whole lot of time. But what's clear as I looked at this a little bit deeper is they went after a quarterback that they have some familiarity with. General Manager Monty Awesomefort was at Tennessee with Dobbs last year when he started those last two games of the season. Their assistant general manager, Dave Sears, was with him when he was on the Lions. And also their offensive coordinator, Drew Petzing, was his quarterback coach last year at the Cleveland Browns. So here's what they did. They relied on putting a player in the position that they think that they know the strengths, they know the limitations, and hopefully be able to put a player in a situation for four weeks that won't blow up the season and won't lose games for them. I think that's what they're trying to do at this point right now.
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.